talk about um, good karma in the way that when you do something good, you get something good in return. But maybe it's not like as black and white as that. They say nothing is gained without losing something first. Maybe we have things that we perceive to be bad happen to us because we are deserving of so much good. We want to hold on to the good that we have now. But we deserve more than that. We deserve better than that. So it's taken from us. So that we can make room for better. My reality is my reality. Yours is yours. We look at things from two different sets of eyes, from two different ways and perspectives. The things that I've been through have shaped my reality and how I'm looking at things. Things that you've been through, it does the same thing. If you ask me what is true reality, it will be a combination of everybody's perspective combined. And then some reality that has no personal subjective perspective so it looks at everything from a very neutral a very neutral way but that doesn't mean that our reality and what we see is any less valid or like it's false or it's not real it's true it's only a part of the puzzle is all To understand reality, you have to be able to embrace your side of the story and be comfortable with it. So let's say you feel like you kind of self-sabotaging, but it's something that you saw that made you feel the need to, whether it was something that was very good or it was something that was kind of off, like what's up with that? felt the need to something triggered it that's the reality accept it embrace it if you aren't happy with any parts of reality after you look at reality fully it could become painful 
if reality is that way to you. But nobody wants to live like this. Why? Because number one, it's not going to get you anywhere. If you're constantly stuck in a negative space, working from a negative space, it's not going to not going to uplift you and propel you into higher so when i say uncover reality if it's not what you like what do you do you find happiness within your reality where you are create it Step one in creating happiness is finding and uncovering reality. This is vital because when you create your own happiness, it can be very easy to create bliss that is false because you're always focusing on, well, let me just find the positives in this. Let me just look for what's good. And that's perfect. If you can do that and ignore the negativity, that means you're so good at this. You were born to be somebody who is a positive, uplifting spirit. But you know what's vital for growth? Challenge and adversity. someone who's very negative and angry and y'all's energies just clash all the time for me what helps is okay what does this bring positively to my life the situation that I'm in what positive things can I take away from this number one the easiest I know how to deal with negative people like this. I know how to protect my space when I'm crossing paths with people who are negative like this. I know how to find my peace. Number two, I'm here in this moment because it offers me something. What positive things can I take away from this person? What things have they brought to me despite the negatives that I feel? What have I learned from them despite all of that? And I think it's that easy. Just looking for the positives. When you're in a negative situation, just decide to find something positive from it. And now you're in a positive situation. And now your mood's better. And now everything feels a lot easier and slower. That's finding happiness right where you are. Now, when I say find happiness where you are, and why I say Accepting and understanding and embracing reality is the first step. 
is because the goal here is to not be so accepting of the negatives. If you ever come across a situation that drains you so much so, it's not your job to just accept and embrace it consistently. If you feel like, okay, I'm I'm able to get lessons out of this, but I don't want to deal with this, you don't have to. Don't keep yourself in a situation. Don't put potential into things because now you can see the positives. Make sure that you're always coming from a place of understanding, but not just for others, but for yourself. Understand that you have energy and that there's an amount of it and that people aren't allowed to just deplete it from you. It's yours. Don't accept less than what you deserve because you see potential. I won't go over this again because y'all know. You know what's so good about finding happiness and embracing it? You attract more. That's how the law of attraction works. And whatever you have already currently, the universe sends more and more of it to you. It seems counterproductive, but it's not because it's gonna elevate you. It's gonna get even better. So when you're very grateful and you're happy and you're finding the good in things and situations, you're going to attract more good and positive situations into your life. And not just finding the happiness in those, actually experiencing genuine abundance of happiness. After finding happiness and maintaining positivity, you receive. You may not receive everything that you think you want or you think that you need in that moment, but you receive. I can only live in the present moment. The future is too far to assume, too far to worry about. Even tomorrow, I should focus all my energy on today. We should focus all of our energy on today. And be happy in every moment. Celebrate. Enjoy where we are, especially when we were able to power through the difficult moments. We're here, we made it.
find happiness in this moment too. So I know that I'm not perfect, right? Like I know this because I'm especially hard on myself. I can acknowledge the fact that I'm not perfect, but in some weird way, there's still this rose-colored lens over it, over this, I'm not perfect, but also I have a lot of great things about me. And these great things about me, I'm sure that they're the best things you know in that way you know it's like these these picked these picked out things so how i try and be understanding of different people's love the way that they display love so to me love is how we interact with each other love is connection 
and communication. So, I'm understanding of different people's loves. And actually, I remember when I was going through this phase, or this moment in time, I was feeling like I'm understanding of this. I finally understand and get that people have different versions of love. But it still took me time to fully soak it in and fully forgive and fully love and fully understand. And I'm still doing that. Because love indifference, which is different love, different types of love, they are just different. We define love in different ways. They clash, they could. This is an extreme example of love indifference. But love indifference is really just all of us, how we love differently. The different parts of love. So I knew, I knew that this was the truth. And I'd been learning that this was something that people just function from. And it, it, it made me very happy because, and it uncomfortable, it made me comfortable because when you understand that love is everything, you understand why people do the things that they do. You empathize with people. You make peace with everything. You make peace with everything being just happenings. Meaning things just go on. And time is just time and life is just life. And we go and work with each other as we do. There's no such thing as right and wrong. There's no such thing as any of the things, the concepts that we created. It's just happening. And some people call it expression. So at this time, I was in a space of understanding, but in a space of running away. I understood that we have love and difference. And my response was, well, you know, that is how it is. Uh, oh, well, <laughs> I can't even fool with you anymore. That's something that I really do have a problem with detaching immediately. And it really, it stems from this perfectionist attitude because I'm expecting perfect from everybody because that's how I love. You see how love is reality and love is life and love is everything. So I'm expecting perfection from everybody. So if I'm not getting it, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to leave because I feel like I'm being hurt at this point. And I was, I was hurt because I didn't feel like I was being loved. I was being loved. I just wasn't being loved the way that I loved. It was love indifference there.
I had a part of the picture right. You don't have to settle. But where I was wrong was I wanted to run away. I didn't like reality. So instead of making peace with it, I wanted to leave it. I decided that I couldn't blend here and that the space wasn't for me. What I didn't realize that unconsciously in this headspace, subconsciously, I was creating and seeing an elevated art, an exaggerated view of love indifference. I take note of everything that was wrong because I had already decided that I wasn't supposed to be here. I'd already decided that it was time for me to leave and that I couldn't mesh. So I, I gave myself the permission to not even try to. I gave myself the permission to not see the good subconsciously. I told myself that everybody loves, but I was not accepting of the fact, really, that love feels different from different people. And I'm not settling. It's not something that I feel is wrong. Because now I'm paying attention to the things that they do do. And I see it's way more. In this situation, the pros, they outweigh the cons. And though sometimes they don't love how I love, and that really hurts. But when you can put yourself in their shoes and you can empathize and understand sometimes the things that are super important to me, they may not be that important to you, but love is being able to communicate that fact with people. And love is then being able to take that in and understand it, love to me. Some people though, it's hard for them. It feels like criticizing, but honestly, that's <laughs> love, it's different. So I saw negativity and I felt to see it for what it really was. My reality my personal truth because there are things that I do to them that I feel like don't really matter but they they hurt from I'm not always perfect no one is 
So when I can forgive other people for not being perfect, when I can forgive myself for not being perfect, I can extend my love freely. Because I understand we are all just humans. And love is everything. Still in this space, I am deserving of my love and I am deserving of receiving the love that I believe is love. So I don't have to function. I believe that this is the only love that exists and I don't have to accept a love that is so contradicting of my love that I can't handle it. When I say I can't handle it, I mean I don't want to handle it. It's, it's, it's draining or anything. Just my discretion. I decided I don't want to deal with it. But I believe it's more beneficial to self to function from a space of love and understanding first as best as you can. Before shunning, before running away. Because when you can understand people, you connect with people more. And you understand what it's like to be human more. If we always avoid and reject things that we don't like, how are we going to find an understanding with them? Or how are we going to make peace with them? They're just going to sit in us. And we're not going to like it. We're not going to understand it. We're not going to make room to understand it. So we're limiting ourselves from connecting with the entirety of everything. We're disconnecting from Earth. When you can make peace with both the positive and the negative, the dark and the light, it's not as bad. It's not something that you want to shun away. It's not something that you want to hide. Is brought to the light and it's normalized and it's understood. And the moment, okay, <laughs> the moment that we're able to finally understand things that we try to avoid and dismiss for so long, we can finally start to find solutions for them. And we can progress and move forward. That's how the brain works. And that is why finding happiness is so beneficial. Because it's like endless opportunity after opportunity. And you just start to see it. And it's been there the whole time. But now you you finally allow yourself to see it and acknowledge it. Sometimes I... I don't pay attention to the things that I've done or to the things that I do for myself, to the growth that's happening within me. It'll get to the point where I'm wanting to give everything, you know, no sleep, no food no pleasure in order to feel like I've done something because I want to push myself in order to make myself feel like I'm accomplishing but push myself to the edge 
It's self-sacrificing. And this is so common with me because that's how I used to look at love. Love, a relationship with someone else. It was self-sacrifice. And for me, it's like I want to self-sacrifice or I want to sacrifice anything for myself. In order to feel like I'm showing love and appreciation. What is the term that I can't remember right now? Where you are very hard on yourself. You, the pressure is on you, okay? <laughs> you feel like you, you have to punish yourself. Self-punishment, something like that. I do that a lot. And not just in things with work. So self-sacrifice and self-punishment, I'm looking at this kind of in the same way right now. Anything, if I feel negative or if I feel like I've done something, I punish myself. And it doesn't have to be extreme, you know, like uh, whipping my back or (laughs) uh, scratching myself or anything like that. It could just be overeating until my stomach hurts. It could be not eating because I don't deserve to eat. It could be destroying things that are valuable to me, things that I made for myself. Not following through with the promises that I made to myself because I feel like I don't deserve it. It could be anything And it's punishment. Where do we get this from? Where do we get these ideas from that we have to punish ourselves? Where do we get these ideas from that we aren't doing enough? That sacrifice is the only way to do enough. 